Hello and welcome to Your Employment Matters. I'm Beverly Williams and I'm here to help you navigate your career. This is for anyone who's searching for their dream job or promotion, or perhaps you're just looking to hang on to the job you have. Today's work environments are multi-generational, multi-religious, multinational, multiracial, and multi-gender and multi-gender identity. Add market disruptors like Amazon and Lyft, along with the addition of AI, and it's easy to see why finding and keeping a job is such a challenge. Employment success and even employment survival depend on your ability to adapt. That's why my goal for this 30-minute podcast is to first advocate embracing change and differences, and second, to encourage you to proactively assume responsibility for your career. Get your work week off to a good start by listening to Your Employment Matters every Monday. Find out how to own your career and get the best practices for making your employment matter. Recently, I learned that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Shame on me. I simply had no idea. Sadly, a dear friend of mine recently took his life, leaving behind a devoted wife, two loving adult daughters, and a host of friends. My friend, Dansby White, was a peer reviewer for my last book, Your GPS to Employment Success, How to Find and Succeed in the Right Job. He took the time to give me feedback and suggestions and supported my work to completion. Dansby genuinely and authentically wanted to be of service to me and wanted my book to benefit readers. A gregarious man with very strong opinions, which he didn't hesitate to share with absolutely anyone who would listen. Dansby never refused my request whenever I asked. It pains me to think that he may not have realized how special he was to his family and many friends, and how much we valued his love and friendship. I wish I had devoted more time, effort, energy, and space in my book to address preparing mentally, emotionally, and physically for a job search, but I didn't. I should have because the heightened awareness about mental and emotional health precipitated in part by professional athletes like Serena Williams, Naomi Osaka, Michael Phelps, and many others alerted me to the need to address the challenges. But quite candidly, I am not sufficiently skilled or skilled at all enough to address the topic more expansively than I already have. What I can do is dedicate this podcast to my friend Dansby White and to encourage anyone who hears it and feels overwhelmed to immediately seek professional assistance. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read sections of chapter one of your GPS to employment success entitled Prepare, Plan, Persist, Persevere. Hopefully, my words will be of use to someone who hears them. So here we go. How you approach your employment journey is crucial. Each day, prepare yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. Develop a strategic plan and execute it. 
Persist in your efforts in furtherance of your goals and objectives. Persevere through negative responses if you receive any and in the absence of responses. And don't let the absence of responses adversely impact you or marginalize you in any way. What you do first, prepare. Tip number one, view and prepare your job search through a lens that presumes the worst job market ever, regardless of the state of the economy and your prospects. Now, solely for the purpose of gauging the effort required to achieve the goal of your job search, whether it's a new job with a new employer or promotion or something completely different, ignore the ebb and flow of global and national economies and their effect on job availability. Prepare instead to compete for employment opportunities in the worst possible job market. If you approach your journey through that lens, you will be prepared to compete for employment regardless of the state of the economy and the state of the job market. Tip two, it helps to list what you want to accomplish each day and make that list the night before. The evening before you begin your job search, make that list of tasks to be completed the following day. Set the clock, rise at the same time each day, work out, and eat breakfast. These simple daily tasks can be checked off as completed at the end of each day. Give you a sense of accomplishment. Decide how you will journal your experience either on your computer, in a notebook, or whatever facilitates your thinking. Your list should include reading the morning news and job boards, online, in the library. If you're still, for whatever reason, into print and you can find news in print, use that. But you have to read. You have to gain information, gather information. So you're reading the morning news, you're looking at the job boards, you're conducting research about the businesses and people associated with those businesses, the businesses that you're interested in possibly working for because you don't have enough information about them. You may find that after you do the research, you find that It's not the company that you thought it was. It's not the business that suits you. It wouldn't be a good fit for you. Additionally, you prepare a list of personal consultants who can contribute to your job search. Contribute with informed guidance. Including these people on your daily schedule for coffee can provide a healthy sounding board for your progress and help keep you focused because focus is important. It's easy to become distracted, especially if you're not getting the responses that you expected, that you wanted, and that you needed. But you have to stay the course. Keep plugging forward. Now, these personal consultants should be well-informed friends, family members, and spiritual and political leaders. It's up to you. If you don't have these kind of people accessible to you, seek out former coaches or teachers, and hopefully they'll be able to give you some 
some guidance. Now, preparation may increase your ability to cope with the trials and tribulations that accompany, as I said, the negative as well as the positive aspects of employment pursuits. Establishing a routine and committing your daily schedule to writing will help you remain focused. And if necessary, conspicuously post the list of tasks that you're going to do the next day or for the entire week. So it's visual, you can see it, and it's easy to follow because it's important that nothing fall through the cracks. Now, one of the things that may help you, I don't know, it may, and this is the third tip, use music to motivate you. Listening to music may not only be good for your health, and there's research that is that provides that it is, it may ease your transition through the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of your job search. You may want to create playlists that include really upbeat music with or without lyrics, or even both versions of upbeat tunes so that you can keep your mind active. You can keep your body moving. You can have a positive mindset that propels you forward. Now, the fourth tip, train like an Olympian. But before you do so, consult a physician before you begin any fitness program. Now, bear with me. Achieving an Olympic medal undeniably requires single-minded focus. There's that word again, focus, and unwavering commitment. What I want you to do is visualize Olympic medalists who train relentlessly. Now, to be successful, they train to condition themselves to compete in rigorous Olympic events. Although there's no guarantee that their hard work will yield Olympic medals, they nonetheless put in the time and effort. Even the possibility that they will win a medal is worth the sacrifices they make. You are developing rigor for your job search. You may find that you have more energy at the end of the day if you begin it with physical activity. Outdoor activities such as cycling, walking, jogging, or swimming are free. If you can afford a gym, you can have not only the benefit of physical activity, but networking opportunities may present themselves as well. So now listening to upbeat music while you exercise combines tip three and tip four. Hopefully when you combine the two or just do one alone, it will put you in an upbeat mood when you finish. And never, ever let inclement weather sidetrack your fitness efforts. Search the internet and social media platforms for free streaming and online in-home exercise videos. Join a neighborhood community center. Check out videos from the library. Utilize exercise videos on cable or purchase them. Also, in addition to exercise, balanced meals and healthy eating also keep minds sharp and bodies healthy. Given the limited, the very limited time and energy available in a 24-hour day, focus and staying on task are necessary. Believe me, you will get from your employment search and the efforts that you put in to gain a promotion what you put into them. Consistent effort 
follow-up, networking, job board searches, and resume revisions are a few of the tasks critical for employment success. I interviewed Olympian Brendan Rodney, who's a track and field star, and he agrees that people who are looking for employment should establish a daily routine by, number one, getting plenty of rest, two, eating healthy, three, exercising, four, planning and organizing daily tasks, five, remaining focused on completing those tasks and achieving their goals, six, taking a break periodically to enjoy yourself and then beginning again. And according to Brendan, rest and periodic breaks are important. Brace yourself for the drain on your energy, but the results you achieve will be worth it. Now, the next thing to do is to plan. Martin Luther King Jr., who was a minister, social activist, and civil rights leader, said, One of the greatest liabilities of history is that all too many people fail to remain awake through great periods of social change. Every society has its protectors of status quo and its fraternities of the indifferent who are notorious for sleeping through revolutions. Today, our very survival depends on our ability to stay awake, to adjust to new ideas, to remain vigilant, and to face the challenge of change. Tip number five, embrace the new employment reality. The mutual loyalty and trust that employers and their employees shared are no longer commonplace. As far too many employees have learned, loyalty and trust, while important, are not always reciprocal. Jobs have been eliminated or moved elsewhere because of business decisions that favored outsourcing, restructuring, and maximizing profitability. Employment opportunities have also disappeared because of the impact of COVID-19. More employees are working from home, and this is not likely to change very much. One economist suggests that people will change their habits, and some of these habits will stick. There are a lot of people who are just slow shifting, and technology will accelerate that change. The shrinking workplace physical footprint is indicative of a permanent shift toward telecommuting. Now, there are skills that are needed in this environment, this virtual working environment, and they include being organized so that you can stay on task and get jobs done, assignments completed, that it takes technical prowess, uh, being able to troubleshoot your own technical issues, at least to some degree. It also takes collaboration, working with other people remotely through Zoom or WebEx platforms or other similar video platforms, not being face-to-face live with a person and being able to communicate effectively and clearly, although working through videos and being self-motivated, not waiting to be told what to do, anticipating what may need to be done, and maybe verifying that in an email. This is what I think should be done. I'm about to do it. Please let me know whether I'm on the right path. For example, in order to maintain an air of professionalism, 
a lot of on-air media personalities and entertainers who don't have their support system had to learn how to apply makeup and manage their hair for a camera-ready appearance. You should do the same thing. You want to put your best foot forward. Whether you're looking for a job or you have a job and you're working remotely, you want your appearance to convey the message that I'm pulled together, my mind is alert, and I'm ready for any task that presents itself. Remote meetings with bosses should be handled as they would be handled if you were in the office with the boss. Not only should you be prepared, but you should deliver your contribution clearly and simply. Don't waste anybody's time. Be mindful whether you like working remotely or not. Please be mindful that technologically developments drive business changes, and they also affect the types of jobs and the workers needed to perform those jobs. So if you want to move ahead, if you want a job that you may find rewarding, step out. It may be that you may need to work remotely. Try it. If you don't like it, if it's not a good fit for you, when you find another job, you can make a change. And if you have the money and you are financially stable enough and secure enough that you don't have to wait for a new job, you can resign. But please give two weeks notice because you may need these people for a reference. Now, this is tip six, persist. Now, persisting is important. And the way you can do that is to motivate yourself. You want to keep in mind what you want to achieve, what you want to acquire, where you want to find yourself maybe five, 10 years from now. Imagine that what you aspire to is within your reach. Imagination is the beginning of creation. You imagine what you desire. You will what you imagine. And at last, you create what you will. That's a quote from George Bernard Shaw, an Irish playwright and co-founder of the London School of Economics. If a specific job is what your dreams are made of, or you see it as a means to acquire the things you want to do or purchase, find a picture that captures your vision of your ideal job. Take a picture of a vacation resort you want to visit, the motorcycle, car, or home you want to buy. Or is there something else that you dream of owning someday? Whatever it is, the next thing to do is Place the picture in a beautiful frame that's pleasing to your eye and tape unframed copies on your mirrors and on your refrigerator. If you're employed, place the framed picture on your desk at work. If you're unemployed, place it next to your bed so it's the last thing you see at night before you go to sleep. Every time you get upset about your job or discouraged because you've been unable to find work, look at the picture and try harder. Be persistent. Tell yourself, I can achieve anything that I put my mind and my best efforts toward achieving. After you tell yourself that you can do anything and you set out to achieve your goal, do not let anyone tell you that you cannot 
or should not. Keep in mind that success means different things to different people. Define career success on your terms, according to your definition. If you graduated from college and now you want to be a plumber, learn from experienced plumbers to be the best plumber you can be. If you want to be an executive, research what other successful executives have done to acquire that position. If after you're hired, you reasonably believe that your contributions are substantial and of value to your employer, do not let anyone marginalize you or your efforts. As an employee, if your supervisor has not told you how you are performing, ask him or her. You need to know in order to plan your employment strategy in the future. Ask for suggestions for improvement. This shows that you really want to succeed. Don't be swayed by what others think and believe is important unless you respect their opinions. Even then, gather more data. Contact others whose opinions you respect, such as, as I said before, a former teacher, coach, or professor, supervisor, or anyone who has demonstrated sound judgment. Ask them what they think about your goals. If they know you well enough, they should be able to provide you with helpful information. The person whose opinion you seek should either have specific or generic experience in the business or profession of interest to you and be someone who can obtain feedback for you from someone who does. As I said before, you will likely get from your employment search what you put into it in terms of, among other things, time, effort, follow-up, networking, job search, job board searches, and resume preparation. Persistence and tenacity are essential to achieving positive results. Without them, you will not be successful. Tip seven, find inspiration from other people's journeys and successes. Athletes, entertainers, and chefs have stories of overcoming poverty, abandoned, physical and substance abuse, and other challenges. Their recital of how far they have come and how their sport and craft saved them evokes awe, respect, and inspiration. These stories of struggle, redemption, self-reflection, and vindication are worth your time. Watch ESPN programming for heart-rending stories of athletes. Athlete survival in the face of overwhelmingly dire circumstances. Similarly, the Food Network's Chopped program often includes short interviews in which chefs share the obstacles that they have climbed over to reach their spot on the show. You don't have to like sports or cooking shows to benefit from the experience of watching these programs. It can be a sobering experience, but one which may invigorate and propel you forward with new momentum. If those athletes, entertainers, and chefs can do it, so can you. For inspiration, either read Liz Murray's biography online or watch the Lifetime movie Homeless to Harvard, The Liz Murray Story. Amanda Clute's decision to take charge of her life and career after the rejections and unexpected association with being an actor is also instructive. These two sources are not only inspirational, but they can be aspirational. Regardless of your gender or gender expression, both these stories should inspire you. The last is tip eight. 
persevere. Do not give up or give in. An unknown person said, when the world says give up, hope whispers, try it one more time. If your lack of success finding a job or receiving a promotion makes you feel underappreciated by prospective employers or ignored by your supervisor despite your marketable skills, conduct a reality chat. Ask yourself, have I exhausted all possible avenues that could lead lead me to success? Have I been more flexible than I have ever been before? Have I stepped outside my comfort zone? Have I engaged in retrospective reflection to identify areas that may need improvement? Even if you're satisfied that all the answers to all of these questions are yes, and you believe that you're close to success, you are likely to realize that this journey you are now on can be humbling. Do not let anyone tell you that you cannot or should not achieve your goals. Do not give up or give in to your emotional ups and downs. Stay the course. Press on. Failure at least on a permanent basis, is not an option. There are resources I want to identify. The National Alliance on Mental Illness is a national grassroots mental illness organization that provides education, advocacy, and other support to individuals affected by mental illness. Uh, you can find them at www.nami.com. And it's in Nathan A. Emerson Mary I.org. Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, SAMHSA. It's www.s as in Sam A. Emerson Mary H. S. as in Sam A.gov. Thrive Mobile, www.thriveglobal.com. The Holistic Route to Managing. Anxiety by Maria Tabone can be found on Amazon. Uh, The name, again, is The Holistic Route to Managing Anxiety. The next, The Resiliency Advantage, colon, Master Change, Thrive Under Pressure and Bounce. I think you can find that on Amazon as well. Back from Setbacks by Al Siebert. That's also on Amazon. Ten Signs of an Ailing Mind by Colette Bouches can be found at Sammy Group, S as in Sam, A-M as in Mary, I-G-R-O-U-P dot B-L-O-G, S as in Sam, P-O-T dot com. Sammy Group dot blog spot dot com. How to Cope with Feeling Stressed and Overwhelmed by Rachel Roberts. Uh, liferesourceful.com. You can find the rest of them in my book, Your GPS to Employment Success, How to Find and Succeed in the Right Job. There are more resources identified at the end of chapter one. Thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for allowing me to somehow reach closure with respect to the loss of my dear friend. Dansby, this was for you. You're gone, but never forgotten. I will miss you, my friend. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, if you're so inclined, please leave a review for my podcast. 
and consider purchasing your GPS to employment success, how to find and succeed in the right job on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or independent bookstores. It's also on my publisher's website, businessexpertpress.com. Again, thank you for your time and your attention. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Your Employment Matters with Beverly Williams. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave a review. I truly appreciate your support and that helps other listeners find the podcast. If you have a comment, question, or suggestion, you can reach me at bawilliams at youremploymentmatters.com. My book, Get the Job Done, is available on amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Please join me again next week. Until then, remember to embrace change and differences. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.